it's on? Yeah. Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved by going to our chat line and uh, James will respond to you. I will respond, but James will let me know about your questions and comments, all right? And good morning, everybody here again. How y'all? Good. A lot of stuff happened this week. It was very interesting, to say the least. So before I get rolling, any questions or comments or anything? The new people or anyone? Uh, you have a question or comment, Raymond? Yes, sir. Well, uh, oh, I also a question. The comment is, uh, I'm sorry, wasn't there? Uh, wasn't here last week because I was coming. I was fighting, uh, fighting a stomach flu. I didn't want anyone to be affected. Oh well, thanks for raising your hand to tell us that. Yes, and my we definitely wanted to hear that. Yes, my <laughs> second qu- uh, question is concerning the pra- uh, silent prayer itself. Right. I know that I noticed that when I pray, many uh, when I pray, uh, pray when I'm still. It seems like images coming out out there, like like they come uh, like they come from a long distance. Um, distant pa- uh, Did you pa- say images? Images. Uh, images or images? Images. Oh yes, like uh, like it uh, came from a dark dark past of my. I was wondering is something like that no, uh, normal when you uh, sit still and pray. Well, when you pray, don't think of normal or abnormal. You just become the observer. I see. So don't I don't have an opinion about anything that's happening. So whenever I see these there, I don't. I uh, I shouldn't. Uh, I should only be aware of them. Nothing that's, else. That's all. I understand. All Thank right. you very much. Right on, buddy. Um, the young man right there in the jacket. This your first time here? Yes, sir. Uh, how did you hear about us? YouTube. What's your first name? Robert. Robert, you live here in L.A. Uh, Carson. Oh, good. Yes, sir. Um, I used to work in Carson. Really? Amazing. Any questions or comment about anything? No, sir. I'm no. Just here to observe. Oh yeah. yeah. What's your impression of what you watched and heard on on YouTube so far? It's the truth. Have you been Have you been helped by it? Yes. In what way? In a way that I realize that I'm a beta. <laughs> beta. Yeah. That's right. You didn't know that before, huh? I did it. And, and why not? Uh, fallen state, I guess you could say. Yeah. And um. Yeah. Anger. Yeah. And unforgiveness. Cool, man. Yeah. So you went and forgave? My mother and my father. How did that go? Uh it was um it was an awakening and I really never understood because I live with my uh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, let me have it. Uh, I live with my mother and my stepfather. I'm thirty years old. You still live with them? Yeah. That's amazing. And uh So I never what is under- that like to be living with them at 30 it's uh oh man i don't feel i don't feel like a man yeah and um i never connected with my i hate call i mean i don't want to use hate. i don't like calling him stepdad right i never i never connected with him in a way to where i felt like me and him understood each other yeah and uh, i never understood why but i feel bad that i didn't connect with him yeah and uh my biological father, we barely talk. So it's like, I don't know. Um, I just, I'm really trying to find the answers to how I can, because I still feel, a, I still feel incomplete. Yeah, I understand. But, um, and so are you able to reach your biological father? I am. So just go to him and ask what happened and listen, hear him out and forgive him. 
everything would change just like that. Mm. It's just you're not the only way you're connect, disconnected because you've been turned away from him. But the moment you forgive him, you'll feel you'll be connected again. But it doesn't mean you got to hang out. It doesn't mean it's just you won't have that emptiness anymore. Mm. You will be fulfilled. Mm. You'll be completed. Mm. You will be home. Mm. But you got to go and just forgive him. How do I go about well, telling my stepfather that I want to go to my, my real, do I, you know? You don't need to tell him. You're 30 years old. You don't need your stepfather's permission to do that. Mm. Do you feel you feel you need his permission? Well, because I, I guess they look at my, my biological as a bad, you know, I guess he's not a good uh, person to be around. Well, he's, t- but your stepfather's not a good person to be around either. Otherwise, he wouldn't take the place, try to take the place of your real father. Mm. So you, so when a mother, so when a, a, a woman has a child, she's not supposed to have another man come in to try to be a not at all. That's role right. model. No, that's wrong. That's evil. When women do that, they're supposed to overcome the anger that caused them to get pregnant in the first place mm-hmm. out of wedlock, and then they're supposed to forgive. So that God can work through them to raise the children for her. She's not supposed to bring another man in there. It just divide the children from the father even more so. Hmm. Really? Yeah. My stepfather was a nice man. He tried everything he could to be a father to me. I remember one time I got mad at him because my older sister and I had an argument about something. And he took her side. I didn't like that. But I could never identify with him. Right. I, I just had a yearning for my father. And um, I, if it could have happened, I would have identified with him, but I couldn't. But the moment I forgave my, my real father, everything changed. So is it our spirit that doesn't identify with the Absolutely. Because you are a spirit created in the image of God. You are not a physical... You just, you just live in a physical body, but that's not who you are at all. And that's why once you're born of the flesh, you must be born of the spirit. The real you have to return to your spiritual father so you can be you again. Oh, so I would never connect with my stepfather on that level? No, you would never. Mm. Even if he was the nicest man in the world. Even if he didn't stand between you and your father, let's say that he said, okay, you can see your father, no problem, not your father. And if he was real nice to you, your spirit would never connect with his. It's an invitation of the real deal. Mm. It's not real. Mm. And plus, when people get married like that, they don't care about the children anyway. The men and women are coming together because they are lusting after each other. And then they'll fake and pretend, oh, I'm here for your kids. No, you're not. They don't really care about the kids. So you don't don't need his permission to go and forgive your father. You think he'll be hurt or something? Yeah. He would be hurt? And why would he be hurt? Because he's uh, sensitive to... um... Beta! (laughs) (laughs) As many well, I heard that word, beta came. <laughs> when I'm riding down the road, I see men <laughs> riding cars and women driving. Automatic beta come. Even if they can't hear me say it, I'm like, beta. 
when I see guys at the gym and they have ponytails, I'm like, beta. I'm just filled with beta now. So when a man marries a woman who has a child, he's a beta? Yes. Uh, or a woman marries a man and she already, who has a child already, she's a beta. So when they say it takes a man to raise another man's child, that's all like that. That's all lies. It takes God to raise children. Human beings do not raise children. It's the spirit of the Father that works through them, and it does it do it does everything. So, is it possible that you end up in a fallen state because of your beliefs? Absolutely. Hmm. The moment you resent, you start to believe different things. But when you're a little innocent child, you only believe the truth. That's why you're innocent. So right now I'm not innocent. There's a be- no. <laughs> you know, I don't know what I'm about to say. Does the bear? <laughs> I can think of many words to call you. Innocent is not one. But once you forgive your father, you will return to innocence. It's going to be mind blowing. And then just appreciate your stepfather. You know, he did his best. Had he known better, he would have done differently, I believe. So don't hold anything against him. Just appreciate the fact he was there, I guess. But it's not personal. He can't help himself. And your mother, too, she can't help it. But they should not let you live there at the age of 30. If they loved you, they would have thrown you out. You have a job? Yeah. And you pay rent? Yeah. You pay them rent? Barely. Barely? Yeah. Yeah, go get yourself a little duplex and go forgive your father. Get yourself a little duplex that you can afford right now. Rent is so expensive in California. Someone was looking for an apartment and they called this place and they rented out rooms inside of a house. One room without a kitchen is over $1,000. I'm like, what the? I'm going to empty out the barn home and bring in some new folks. Oh, the rent going up. <laughs> hmm. So, yeah, it's time to grow up, man. You need to be dealing with your own issues in life. You have kids? No. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. So will you go and forgive your father? Yes. I didn't know I had to forgive him. I thought it was just people who raised me. Well, you should forgive them too. Don't hold anything. You especially have to. You have to forgive the mother if you want to be born again of the father. You got to overcome the mother because you were born through the physical her womb. You have her identity, and you are dying, right? And so, when you forgive her, you start to overcome her mindset, her emotions. You overcome being a woman and return to the nature of the man. Is that why, like, when when I get faced with a challenge, I get caught in this cloud where like, I don't want to leave my room. I just want to sleep it off. Or it yes. Just, that's her. That's her. Mm. You're dealing with issues the way a woman deal with issues. Mm. Instead of staying aware and just overcoming. But it's changing. The fact that you've gone to your mother and forgiven her, you're changing already. So now forgive your earthly father and you'll be home. Hmm. Amazing, huh? All the way from uh, Carson, California. Yes, sir. Yeah. You were born over there? No, I was born in South Central. Oh, you were? Yeah. All right. 
Yeah, it's time to start living, man. That's why God is drawing you back unto him. Mm. It's God who is allowing you to see where I'm coming from, not me. And he's allowing you to see because he's drawing you back home, back unto him. And the last time I talked to him the other day, they, cut, they, they heard that you were coming. And so they were getting the fatted calf ready to kill the calf. And there will be a major celebration mm. once you forgive your father. Why are you the only preacher that speaks? Because my when I go to church, it don't even feel right now. <laughs> now that you go to those church, it doesn't feel the same, huh? Nah. Because you are awake. You can now see. And all the other stuff is just emotional nothing. It, it's just nothing. It's just all fake emotional stuff. And now you can't fit in with that anymore. Amazing, huh? Yes, sir. And you want to ask why am I the only one talking about this? Yes. Somewhere in the world, I'm sure somebody else doing it. But God said only a few, only a few are going to find that straight and narrow path. And most of the preachers have not found it. They are intellectual people. They have studied the Bible, and that's in their way of finding the kingdom. So they, they go to preacher school, they go to Sunday school, they go to Bible class, they go to, they're always studying, building up the ego, and all they have now is the knowledge of good and evil, and that's horrible. Now you'll be able to hopefully help somebody in your family by being an example, because once they see that you're out there really living your life, they're going to be like, what the, how did he do that? And you'll be able to point them in the right way. Everybody turns against me now. So right on. Talk, talking about forgiveness. So what? Since I've been talking about what you talk about with forgiveness. Yes. And women preaching in church. Because <laughs> they just, they don't see, they don't see it that way. Right. And yeah. And so that's a blessing. Because most people who call out the name of Jesus and most people who pretend to be friends are not friends. They only like you as long as you agree with them and they can agree with you. But one little deviation, they're gone. But count that all joy because they were never friends anyway. And it's nice that you see that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yeah. Any other question? No, sir. All right. So will you go and forgive your father? Yes, sir. Good, man. We're having a meeting. Are we having a meeting this Thursday? Yeah. So we have Thursday night meetings here for men only at 7 p.m. You know about that? I heard about that. Make sure you come Sunday if you can. I mean, uh, Thursday, this coming Thursday, I believe, is the first. Thursday, Make sure 7, you come. 7 p.m.? Uh, yeah, 7 p.m. I had the question to, uh, about parking. Yes. Because uh, I parked across the street where they towed my car. They will? Oh, today? No. Yeah. No, not today. Not okay. on Sundays, but during the weekdays and weekends. Oh, okay. But if you're not, if you're there at the wrong time. Oh, okay. So make sure to read the, the sign. Yes, sir. All right? Yes, sir. Cool, man. Why don't you, why have you, you black, why have you made babies out of wedlock? <laughs> <laughs> You've oh. been left behind, man. <laughs> no wonder they all well, mad at you. You're acting all white. <laughs> I'm the last person uh, in my so-called circle that has that hasn't had a child, but I actually stopped having sex. Right on. I had a a real bad infatuation with pornos, and 
I just started feeling, um, uh, I don't know, I just started feeling like a real pervert. Yeah. You know, I, I see now that I shouldn't even be having sex if I'm living at my parents' house. That's right. So I'm, I guess, what you, is that what it's called, abstinent? Yes. Yeah, so I don't even, but now that I, when I stop having sex, it, my, my control of being, I mean, being controlled by women, it also changed. Yes, sir. So I just see his power with, with, uh, I guess it makes sense why Jesus, you know, never, uh, partake, I mean, partook in uh, certain activities. Right. Go, so I That's see his right. power in the abstinence. So I don't even have sex. Right on, man. Yes, sir. That's amazing. After a while, you're going to come out of your earring, too. Mm. <laughs> 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 Believe me, you're going to take one morning, you're going to be up doing this. <laughs> and you're going to be like, what the? <laughs> when, you, you'll overcome all that mama in you. Yes, and you'll see that the, mask, the masculinity of a man is what draws the world unto him, not the softness of a man. So it's just a little mama left, but I know you'll take it off. Right? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Well, good, man. Welcome, all right? Thank you. Okay. Any other questions about anything? Right here. Is this your first time? Yes. And you're from where? Moreno Valley. Moreno Valley. What's your yeah. first name? Andreas. Andreas. Welcome, man. Hey, how you doing? Uh, so, I want to I wanna thank you. Uh, I first saw you on YouTube. For uh, all the Savage Moment compilations. The Savage Moment. Amazing, huh? I have amazing. never seen him. I wonder what he looked like. <laughs> well, he's very talented. Yeah. I, I don't like watching myself on TV or anything, mm -hmm. but when I watched the Savage Moment, I was like, let me just check it out, right? Mm -hmm. I found myself watching the whole thing, <laughs> laughing through right. the whole thing. Right. I'm like, what the? <laughs> but no, you're right about that. Yeah, and then uh, I just saw you go more into depth especially on your uh, your radio show and how you went into depth on your your ideas and you know spreading you know a little louder just, for me and just spreading the truth yeah you know and just uh especially the you know mama taking control and everything and yeah. taking them away from the father and uh i just forgave my mom on friday this past friday this past friday so you went to her yes i did and what happened uh, the ground shook. Yeah, I thought I felt an earthquake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I went to it. Well, that morning I decided, okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go. I've been doing the silent prayer. I was doing the silent prayer for about four days before that, morning and night. You're like, Lord, if I ever needed you, man, I need you now. Hello. So, <laughs> um, I did, and I actually uh, went to her. Um, at a job because I knew that um, I wouldn't be able to get with her in the evening time. So I just said, okay, so I'm going to just go do it. So I went to her. I forgave her. But while I was, you know, in a, like saying what I had to say, she was, you know, interrupting me, like, pull me away from your What? What do you mean? <laughs> and then, uh, you know, long story short, after that, I left. And uh, she actually called my uncle, her brother, and, you know, he kept blowing up my phone. And then uh, I ended up going back later that night, going back to the house later that night. And then uh, my brother was like, oh, so what happened? Like, And I told him, like, 
what I talked to her about was just between me and her. Right. Um, and so uh, the day after that, we didn't didn't see each other actually at work. I work on the evening, so that kind of, you know, that kind of keeps me essentially away from everything. Yeah. And then this morning, um, I went uh, and uh, met up with her again, and she, you know, just said, hey, and she told me that she was taking birth birth control. Uh, she was, or he had a condom, he was using protection, but I still, me, my brother and I still came through that. I'm a twin. So. Are you an identical twin? Fraternal. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. And I guess like this morning was like a part two of what happened and she was really able to unleash all her anger and everything and confusion to me. Really? And I just I and I just remembered, especially from doing a silent prayer and from hearing what you say about uh be still and know that I am God. Yes. And at for a moment I felt myself started to get stirred up and I just observed that. Right on. And I said, okay, so let me take myself out of it and really listen to what she has to say. And that's really how I knew about her, uh, her contraception or not, not contraception, her, uh, taking the steps to prevent the, con- the conception. And, uh, you know, I, I feel great. Right, right on, man. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. The hardest thing in the world for adults to do is to overcome mama. Mm-hmm. Isn't it, and to be a, how old are you? 24. 24 and yes. a scared of mama. Isn't that weird? Yeah. While all the time you think you love mama, but you're really afraid of mama. Mm-hmm. And you have to face her. And it's like, it's like facing King Kong and Bloomings or something. Right? Yeah. It's like, but once you conquer, you'll be free. Mm-hmm. You're never going to have that fear anymore. And, and have you forgiven your father, too? Last year, I got his number, and I told him, and I called him up, and I told him over the phone. This is before I even knew who you were, what right. you did, and everything. Yeah. I told him over the phone, like, I just want to know exactly what happened. And I'm, right not, I'm not angry at you. I'm not, I'm not mad at you. But I, didn't, I didn't realize I was angry at him at the time, but in my conscious mind, I wasn't angry at him. Yes. I just, I just wanted to know. And uh, after about, what, three weeks or a month, you know, I kept calling him. He didn't answer the phone, didn't pick up the phone or anything. And so it's been a whole year. Actually, this, around this time, it makes this exactly a year since I last spoke with him. But I haven't put in, put those exact words like, I'm sorry for being angry at you and right. you know, that I forgive you. But Right on, man. Yeah. We'll stay with the silent prayer. Yeah. And after a while, you won't have to use the, the, the video. Mm-hmm. You'll just naturally do it. You'll just sit and do it. And after a while, even during work time and when pressure comes, yeah. you'll be just watching stuff like watching a movie. Mm-hmm. You, you are growing. You're on your way. Mm-hmm. You are home. Now you just live. Yeah. All right? Yeah, and I've I just, just been that much more aware of just uh, circumstances, especially at work. Yes. Um, and just... Just looking, like I saw a lot of craziness in LA this morning. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. I actually came, I actually arrived in LA at around eight thirty, but I wanted to get some food. Yeah. So I got some some food at Sprouts. Went it, went over to Starbucks, and I saw a whole slew of characters come through. Yeah. So just just observing, just watching. It's amazing just to become the observer. 
Yeah. You'll be like amazing what you will see and you didn't see before. Mm-hmm. It's so mind blowing. So how did it end with you and your mother this morning? You, she just said, okay, bye. Uh, oh, so I was getting into the, I was getting into the shower and I left the shower water on. <laughs> and so she said, you need to get in the shower or turn it off if you're not going to use it. I'm like, I was getting in there to begin with. So you know what I was. I said I told her I was I was using that to begin with. Like I planned to use that. Oh, and that's okay. how it ended. Do you still live with her? Yeah. Um, how old are you? Twenty four. You gotta go. Yeah. Oh, you gotta go. Yeah. She brought you in this world, and she'll take you out. <laughs> you gotta move. <laughs> yeah. Why, you have? Why haven't you moved already before now? So, uh, a couple of times before, um, I packed packed up my car with all my stuff. And I was getting ready to leave, but then there was something like, uh, you know, people telling me, oh, well, you need to have an apartment, you need to have this in place, you need to have that in place. But, I mean, my whole mind state is, like, I just got to, I got to go. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, find your place and get out. All right. So I got to find a place first and then leave. I mean, unless you don't mind living in your car. Whichever way you want to do it, you got to make that step and Mm -hmm. then opportunities will open up. But you can't live there anymore. You first of all, you shouldn't be there anyway. Right. But eventually, she'll get to you again because mm-hmm. she hasn't given up yet. Right. So, uh, but you do what's best because you know your situation, right? Mm-hmm. But you really need to be out on your own. You shouldn't be at home with mama. Right. All right. Is your brother? Is he still there too? Yes. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Don't be because she's building an army against you right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jojo. Yeah. Jojo said he hate me. She's calling up everybody, and she's building an army against you yeah. because she can't stand alone. Yeah, I realize that. And uh, normally what she'll do is if I if I were to, like, stand my ground and say, no, like, this is this, is this yep. and that is that, she'll call my uncle yep. as, like, a, I don't know, <laughs> as an attack dog or something like that. Yeah, and he's obeyed her. He's come and do it, yeah. whatever she says. Yeah, and it's like my whole, like, family lineage has been father left here father wasn't there yeah you know well you start a new generation now yeah amazing man okay any other questions about anything no not uh, yet cool man uh bloomberg ad y'all heard about that <laughs> oh, what a mess huh so i'm not pushing any politician right today but uh who all heard the bloomberg ad uh, amazing and when you first, let me see your hands again. Oh, okay. Mm, let me go way in the back. When you first heard the Bluebird ad on Wednesday morning, your first thought was what? You know, Jesse, I thought it was so funny that everyone was uh, getting all crazy about it because when I heard it, I laughed because I knew that that wasn't you. I knew that... Um, Either you were playing it, even if it wasn't as a joke, it was just, you know, it was just an ad. It wasn't uh, representative of you. Are you surprised at the reaction to it? Yeah, because it, it brings the snakes out of the grass. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, what did you think when you heard it? Right here, the glasses. Oh, you heard it too, for Right here. I, the, I right here. Hear oh, okay. Right here, the white shirt, yeah. Uh, at first, just in one ear, out the other. And it didn't know it was a big deal to the next day when you recapped it and you had so much backlash, but it was just an ad. Were you surprised at the people reaction to it? 
No, there's a lot of people who follow you but don't get it. They intellectually understand what you're saying and they agree, but they're not living it right. So what is it that you're opinion that they don't get? They're still angry. So oh. they, they judge you and they think they know what's going on. They think they know what it means to run a business. and It's, it's just a business. It'd be different if, if you were preaching for him or endorsing him, but you're not. It's just, it's just like having an ad for a vacuum cleaner. It just means nothing. Um, <laughs> amazing. Did you hear? Oh, I can't wait to hear When you first heard it, you like waking up in the morning, having your coffee, turning your phone, your show on, hoping to hear your boo. You know. Well, it's boo. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's my ex boo, but let me hear what he has to say. And so all of a sudden, this Bloomberg ad comes on. What were your first impression? I, I, I always forward um, any, like, ads. So I, I seen it, but I didn't hear it. Oh, you didn't it. listen to it? I didn't listen to it. Oh. Because I, you know, I... Not Have you heard ads. it yet at any point? Like, I listened to it after people started like. So, what do you think about it and the people' reaction to it? So, I loved what you said, like how it actually should make us evaluate our ourselves in the sense that. Um, what did you say? You said something about what was your <laughs> your response to it? I will in a minute. I just want to um, get a little feedback first. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I just let it. But it was a big deal to you. Yeah, it wasn't. But I liked what you said about it. Oh, okay. It made a lot of sense. Amazing. You heard that? What was your first impression? Uh, My first impression was this ain't Jesse. (laughs) And uh, the ad ad went in one ear and out the other. Amazing. See that? Gretchen, what was your first impression? Um, I was at the gym, and, and these two old guys knew each other, and they always shook hands, and so they happened to see each other. And when they got ready to walk, uh, go their separate way, one guy tried to shake his hand. He's like, no, I ain't shaking your hand. <laughs> Coronavirus, he wouldn't shake the guy's hand. I'm like, what the? <laughs> yes. So honestly, I heard it, and I didn't even know who Bloomberg was. I didn't realize he was a candidate running for president. Right. I, had, I had to look him up. So I heard the ad, and I'm like, oh, this Bloomberg's getting advertised. But I didn't know who he was. Right so. on. Uh, what do you think about the people's reactions to it? Um, I feel like it's so divided. Like People are either really upset by it, or they're like laughing about it. And that's interesting that yeah. everyone's just like so far on one side. But you weren't affected by it at all? I mean, I didn't know who he was. <laughs> uh, when you thought about it later, what did you think? Um, I, well, I looked him up, and I saw that he was like a Democrat running for president. And then I thought it was a little weird that you'd be playing someone on your show who doesn't align with your philosophy. Right. Um, so I just thought it was odd. And you thought kind of odd because of my philosophy? Mm-hmm. Oh, because, I see. Yeah, because, yeah, because of what you talk about on your show. I just felt like it's like goes against, well, not goes against, but it, it doesn't align with what you talk about. Right. So I, th- I just thought that was odd. And now that you've had a chance to smoke on it all week, what do you think? No no opinion. No opinion at all? Oh, okay. What did you think, Ruben? Your first impression? Uh, just 
that it's another thing I disagree with you on. Uh, and where do you it, disagree about concerning that? Um, well, that you've built this platform for 30 years and it's made a huge impact in the world and now it's a platform that is allowing the opposite message to be broadcasted. So just disagree with it. No big deal. And you thought we made a mistake by doing it? Oh, yeah. Huge. What was the mistake you thought? Well, because you've built a platform to promote morality. And so then when you take money to broadcast a a message that is against morality, um, it just feels like a mistake. But, again, it's not a big deal. Okay. Were you surprised at the reaction to it? No. I mean, um, I'm more surprised at the people shrugging it off. But you are? Yeah. But, um, Amazing. Yeah. I, I, in other words, I very much expected the backlash. Right. Um, people are emotional. You know, like as soon as I saw it, I texted my friends on your crew and was just like, I think this is a horrible decision. But that was it. I just stated my piece and moved on. Okay. Um, Right here. Uh, I just have an interesting kind of comment question. Um, Can I go like last because it'll kind of bring us closer to the biblical question? Repeat that. Um, I have an interesting kind of comment and question. About um, the ad? About the uh, a little bit, but it, it'll kind of bring us closer to the biblical question okay. as well. Can I go, like, last, like, after some people? Or? No, not a town hall meeting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, it's not a town hall. Okay. It's uh, a fellowship. Okay, go ahead. Um, <coughs> so I, I see that um, uh, Jesus is kind of used in a in a funny way recently about, like, by like intellectuals that they kind of popularized him as being kind of like a socialist and then pop culture will kind of bring him into this like on Netflix or he's gay and then like I heard you talk about with, with Bill Lockwood this week or I think it was this week yeah. um, about how that like the Chinese government will kind of try to use the Bible and right. shape it to the, the way that principality wants it to be um, I was talking to a family member about Jesus, right? And he told me that it's possible that Jesus had a girlfriend and made a baby out of wedlock. Uh, I'm like, what the? And this cousin, like, close to me. I was stunned. He black. I'm like, what the? And I said, don't you have a college degree? He's like, yeah. I said, no wonder. So that explains it all. Long story short, go ahead. Well, it, it's I, it's amazing how people will kind of use jesus to kind of fill whatever void they want um so i have a biblical question i don't know if i can ask one or is it just you or no you can't ask one okay <laughs> no i'm kidding you want to ask me a biblical question yes or everyone? i'm I, sorry i'd like to ask you one okay go ahead and you don't have to answer you might want to smoke on it I, yeah um was jesus christ a capitalist all the way one you sure you don't want to smoke on it just a little no, I don't want to smoke on that all one. right okay. I think he I was think such a capitalist he said if you don't work 
You don't eat. And what about the the Jew? Remember he, he like uh, he flipped the tables. The Jews counting the money at the temple or whatever. Weren't those guys capitalists too? Or but they had their temple. They had their money chamber set up at the wrong time in the wrong place, and for the wrong reason. But they're both capitalists, right? Oh, I mean the people that are selling the stuff. Yeah, the the animals for the sacrifice and the, and they're collecting the money from the people that needed. Oh, Blessing. Yeah, I mean, the people that were selling this stuff were they capitalists? Yeah. As well as I know. Oh, so Jesus and them, both capitalists. Well, Jesus was definitely one. I don't know about them. Oh, okay. But I know about Jesus. All right. That's, that's amazing. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mark, what did you think about it? My producer, Nick, that was his first real controversial deal in this being a producer. He wanted a one-way ticket back to Canada. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm yeah. <laughs> I had a similar very first reaction. I was like, what is this? You oh, know? yeah? I mean, just like, I didn't I'm say surprised. anything. But I, I, I was just like watching, you know, in the morning. Yeah. I was like, I think this is a Bloomberg ad. I might be on the wrong channel. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I thought I was like not on the right channel. Yeah. And then um, I realized it was a Bloomberg ad. And then I was just kind of like, hmm, I could just hear Satan being like, Judge Jesse, nah, 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 say this and say that and you're going to get him. And I was just like, oh, okay. I'm sure in like a day or two I'll get some amazing explanation. And to me I did, you know, and I thought I really grew a lot from that. And uh, it was good for me. What do you realize about it now, now that you had time to smoke on it? I just realized that I was a, I had a little hatred in my heart. I was a little bit of a little right-winger, kind of like hate the left, the Democratic Party, you know what I mean? And uh, that's not good. Yeah. It's not good to do that. It's not good to be a little gangbanger, that's you know right. what I mean? And uh, <laughs> Republican Trump, you know, it's, yeah. it's not good to be that way. Yeah, that's right. And um, whatever, if he wants to go to your audience and say reparations or whatever it was, go ahead. You know, take, like James says, take the sinner's money. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. And it uh, lets me see, you know, before you even think you know because they're Democrats or the pro-abortion or whatever, relax, you know, and uh, that was cool. Yeah. Amazing. Christine, what did you think about when you first heard it? You look about it pretty this morning. Thank you. I try. Your boyfriend must be back. <laughs> No, he's not. Welcome home, man. Still, still out of town. <laughs> you all glowing. No. I'm glowing so much I can't think. Uh, no, actually, I just laughed it off. When you first heard it? Yeah. You didn't think because much I, about it? Because I know you. Right. Yeah. So you didn't think much about it? No, money's money. Right on. Yeah. Amazing. What did you think about it? When you uh, first heard it? I actually first... Uh, Welcome home, picked, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Good to be back. Yeah. Um, I've, I, I didn't pick it up from the ad. I picked it up from the comment sections. People are going on about the ad, this ad, the money, the blah, blah, blah. And so it took me a while to figure out what had happened. Uh, and then I've just been kind of following it, really. Um, you what now? I've just been following, following the story. Oh, you know, I I've re- read the comments that people have made in the comment section on the, or, or in the top chat yeah. you know, in real time as it were, and then people in the comment section just kind of listening, uh, listening to the hate report, as Maduro called in. It's, it's fascinating. I don't really have much of an opinion either way. Oh, okay. I don't know about your finances, right? So I don't know if uh, Bond already has 
100 billion dollars in a bank account and this was just another 10 billion and then I would say well that's a bit unnecessary but I, so I don't know right right but I figure you know what you're doing yeah why not and I agree with you that um, someone who would vote for Bloomberg on the basis of hearing that ad because I did hear it would be pretty weak I mean it's just inconceivable to me someone would already have to be inclined that way uh -huh. to, to go ahead and vote so yeah I don't Okay, cool. I must have an opinion. So, Nick, my producer, your first impression to the reaction was what? <laughs> you like? That's not fair. I have all the answers. You have all Sorry, the answers. Sorry, what did you ask me? What did you ask me? Well, you, when you, 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 what did you think about the reaction to the ad? Oh, the reaction? Yeah. Um, I was surprised. I really was. And what were you surprised? What was surprising for you? I thought people would be happy for us. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think they would be happy? Well, maybe they don't know the financials like I do, but uh, I think even regardless of the financials, you'd be happy for us that we're making some money. We're a nonprofit, you know, getting the message out there. Yeah. That's what I thought. Amazing. All right. So you're going to stay or you go back to Canada? I'm staying. Oh. <laughs> yes, sir. And then... Uh, uh, for, um, for those of us that haven't seen the ad, can you tell us what this is about? Oh. We're just sitting here um, on my radio show, which has nothing to do with the nonprofit, um, there's a presidential campaign happening this year. We've got a vote in November for the president. And so a lot of ads are happening. Bloomberg uh, contacted my office, and they wanted to know could they run an ad on my sh radio show, Bloomberg ad, because he's buying up air all, all around, right? And so... Um, <clears throat> We negotiated a price, and they agreed to it. And so Wednesday, we started playing the Bloomberg ad. And Bloomberg is a Democrat running against, right now, Democrats are running against each other, but eventually whomever they chose will run against the president, the Republican. And so the people upset, some people, about the Bloomberg ad being played on my radio show. And you're surprised that they're upset? Am I surprised? No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, first of all, before they approach you, they do research what you're about. Right. So you're a wrong tar you're a wrong channel to uh, advertise. Right. That's one thing. Number two, how do you advertise? How do I advertise? How do you advertise Bloomberg? He called up and bought the airspace. Yeah, but this is. There's the channels that it's a marketing, right? They, right? they target certain places. You're a wrong target. They shouldn't come to you. They should not? Yeah, they shouldn't come to you because with Why a little not? research, well, you're, you're standing on the opposite side of this. Your listeners are not going to be interested what you have to, what, uh, what the ad is going to play. You're a wrong channel. Oh, you're surprised he came to me for the ad. Both. He came to you and you took it. And why are you surprised I took it? Why do you took it? Yes. Why are you surprised? Are I you took kidding it? me? You, you, you. Uh, I'm gonna. What do you want me to do? Drop the mic and walk out of here? <laughs> Drop the mic. No. Why are you surprised? I took it. Why? Because you're preaching one thing, and then allowing advertising another thing. What the? Uh, like, uh, do, are you playing jokes on your audience now, or what? <laughs> So you think because I'm saying one thing and playing this ad, that should not be? Yeah. And why not? Well, number one. I'm glad he's getting it fresh. 
he hasn't heard Ed or heard about it, so we number one, right number one, all your <coughs> listeners are going to reject it. All the listeners? Yeah, because no, not wh- all. Whoever tunes into you, well, unless they're tuning in for different reasons, but right, not all. So you're running an ad saying something about vote for Bloomberg? No, well, they're they're running an ad, but on my network. On your network? Yeah. And your question is, what's the first reaction? My first reaction is, why would they pick you? With enough research, you're a wrong channel to ad- advertise. <laughs> I know. Isn't that a good question? Yeah. yeah. No, number two, your listeners are going to see you as a sellout or something. Right. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't make sense, you know? What part doesn't make sense? That the listeners see me as a sellout? Both. Oh, that, that, that they picked me. you? One, number two, uh, that you took it. It's like a, it's like a wrong marriage here. Like, <laughs> amazing. I'm gonna clear it up in a minute, but I just wanted to hear. What are you, you gonna clear up right now? Huh? Are you in shock? I'm not shocked. I'm not offended or nothing. I'm more like, uh, it's dumb from them, and dumb from you. Really? Yes. Amazing. Okay. One, you're gonna lose your audience. Two, he wasted money uh, targeting the wrong, uh, wrong crowd. He wasted money targeting the wrong crowd? Yeah, well, yeah. If well, the money is not wasted, that's for sure. No, his money is wasted. <laughs> okay, if 80% hey, of your listeners... If, if 80% of your listeners are going to be a, a pro-Trump, you know? So he wasted all that money to reach audience that, have not, that won't, don't want to hear anything to do with uh, him. Wrong channel. You're you're wrong channel to advertise through. I'm glad you don't work for Bloomberg. Why? We won't be getting the money on the ad. Right, but you're saying like uh, you're saying uh, you're a uh, you're saying you're a uh, you're like okay, the money's there. All I have to do is advertise it. He's dumb enough to do it. Bond PR didn't do enough research to say, hey, we're gonna lose people. They're gonna there's gonna be trust issues with your so audience. We shouldn't be careful not to lose people. No, you're going to lose trust from your audience. We should be careful to, not to lose trust from the audience. Of course. Why should we be careful not Because to lose everything trust? you stand for, everything you preach now is down the drain. And, and for whom? Them or me? Both of you. He wasted money. And no, you, I mean the people that lost the trust. Your audience, yeah. Lose, your, lose <coughs> trust on It's bond. down the drain for them? No. You... you Okay, you 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 got you speak, so you got attention, right? Right. Now you're gonna lose that attention because uh, they're gonna and be. Do I want that attention? Do you want that? Of course. Why? You you trying to you trying to send out a message? And what's my uh, message? What's your message? Uh huh. Are you pro Trump? Do you want do you want what, people? What's to... your message? I'm not. I can't tell you who to vote for because I'm in church. I haven't listened. But the radio station is not part of the nonprofit. It's a radio station. I haven't listened to your show forever, but right. I'm, I'm guessing like presidential elections are coming, and you're gonna be uh, you're gonna you're gonna want uh, people to vote for Trump. And why? Why? Yeah. Because you. Because you, you're pro-Trump and you think he's best for America, and you're sending a message out there. And now when you put Bloomberg ad in, you think you're going to confuse your listeners. Like, who is this guy? Amazing. Not an amazing at all. I don't get it. <laughs> no. That is really amazing. And I'm listening. Did you no, hear I'm Bloomberg? I'm going to explain in a minute. I'm like waiting to see what's going on about this. all this. It's like 
I had no idea you played a Bloomberg ad in You haven't been listening to the show this week, man. No, I haven't been listening forever, but I, uh... So you can't be mad. You don't even listen to the show. I don't need to listen. Like, you, uh, so you ran an ad saying that thing. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I, I'll respond in a minute. Uh, yes, ma'am. I just wanted to say, has his message changed though? Like what he's ver- like what he's physically saying every day, all day. Well, he doesn't really know, Carl. He doesn't listen to the show. So uh, no, his message has no. Oh, he said the message hasn't changed, but the, the trust has changed with some of the people. Good point, man. Very good point. All right. Uh, good question. Yes, ma'am. And then over there, the young lady way in the corner. I would say it's... You heard it, Cheryl? Yes. And you were up Monday morning at work having some coffee in the fatherstate.tv mug. Well, not all that, but I heard and that. <laughs> I don't get and up that all of, You're like, wow, this is so good. This is, it was and just then all of a sudden we go to pray. Mm-hmm. And here is Bloomberg. You're like, what the... I was like, it was just like, like I think Gretchen said, it was kind of strange. But... But the thing is, it's not so much about, like, people are like, how could you do that? But it's not so much about you. It's, like, people, I, I don't know why they're trying to attach it to you per se. Like I know She why. said, you still speak the truth. What you do is what you do. You bring, you want people to be enlightened so that they can have a relationship with God themselves. And so it's not about you. I think they're. Getting the so two did mixed you up together. Think about all that once you drop the coffee, or <laughs> before, <laughs> before you drop the coffee. Uh, when I was dropping, no, I'm just and I, and then my last thought was, I hope you charged him a lot of money. I hope you got some money. I mean, not not oh, because he's so bad, but it's just like I hope you got the money right. Uh, yeah, that's my sister. <laughs> what do you think? Did you hear? Is this your first time here? What's your name? Oh, take the mic for me. He black. He uh, black. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Joel. My name is you David. You know that's Joel? I know that's Joel. How do you yeah. know? Because he black. He black. <laughs> 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 Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Brazil. I'm on vacation. Uh, from Brazil? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Amazing. You see that guy right there? Which one? The, the, the black Mexican one? right here. He's black, but he's oh. a Mexican. Oh, okay. Yes. He love him. Brazilian women. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let him know you're in town. He want to hide in your bag and go to Brazil. <laughs> well, I mean, he he live in L.A., so he can stay up all night to get a Mexican. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, what did you think about the ad? Did you hear the ad? I heard the ad. Um, what did you think when you first heard it? It's like, oh, okay, well. They paying for it, so let them pay. That's right. Yeah. Any question for me? You came a long ways. Any question about anything else? Uh, no, no, no questions. I'm glad you. How long you'll be in town? Uh, till the 10th. So, oh well, we're having a meeting this week. You nice time to be in town. We're having a men's forum this Thursday night mm-hmm. at 7 p.m. right here. So if you can make it, come on over. Okay. All right. Good man. Welcome to L.A. Thank you. That's amazing. That's your wife. Uh, my girlfriend. Oh, hey, girlfriend. How are you? She lost her voice. She stayed up all night. 
<laughs> she lost her voice? Yeah, we were at a, a Mexican birthday party, so she, like, oh, she lost yeah. her voice. All right, well, welcome. All right, right on. Um, what did you think about it, Martin? The ad. And then right here with the young lady, I forgot. I was surprised when I first heard it for two reasons. One, it was Bloomberg, of course. And then the other was because selling ads is a rare thing on your show. Most commercial people don't want to touch you because you go against the, the most sacred cow in the country, which is women. And, uh, you, you know, you tell the truth about them. You don't go against them. But, you know right. what I'm saying? You tell the truth about them, and they, they see that as going against them, and so they don't most, – most all commercial interests don't want it. So when I first heard the ad, I'm like, wow, an ad. <laughs> and then um, – He was just glad about the ad. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know ads pay money, and yeah. you've always let – Every freak and good guy on your fallen state show express their opinion from every slut and every slut maker. Push their books and express their opinion and push yeah. their agenda forever. Yeah. What's the difference between them doing it for free and this guy wanting to pay you to do it? Yes. I'm like, are That's you kidding deep. me? When I heard the backlash, I'm thinking, are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, so, um, oh, and also, Concerning Jesus and the rest of your donors, right. do you think that they're all perfect and that none of them have sin and they're yet they're donating to you? Do you are you going to go out there and ask them what beliefs do you have? Are you are you right in line with me before you donate? That is insane. <laughs> yeah. Right. Amazing. You probably have a lot of wicked people donating to you. Interesting. Yes. And so what's it doing between them donating to you and someone paying you for an ad? Yeah. There is no difference. That's deep. Yeah. From the white man. That's why the white folk got to run the country. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, so first when I heard, because I just heard it right now, uh, I was surprised. Oh, you didn't hear it until right now? Yeah, but... Then I heard you Mar didn't hear the Bloomberg ad on the radio. I heard week. that there was a ad, and but that's it. I didn't actually like hear, hear the, the ad. ad. Okay, you know, okay. but it was an ad, no matter like it is an ad. But yeah. for me, at the beginning, of course, it was like shocking because of what they are saying. Like, is a different like message or whatever. But then listening to Mark, uh, what his experience about it, and when he thought about it, it makes sense that it's kind of like. I feel like all these people are disappointed in a way. It's like they're, they're, like they're using you or they're seeing you as their source of, of uh, oh, this is, he has the truth. Like, he has to tell me the truth. Like, if he doesn't say it, like, I'm not going to send it to my, like, I'm not going to find it for myself. So it's kind of like they're detaching from their own uh, power and giving it to you. And that's Amazing. why they get so mad. And that's why the main message is because at the end of the day, it is kind of like, uh, like you, they're just paying you for still doing your work. Like it's money that goes to positive, positive things, right? And the message is just there. People has to be intelligent enough to know what it is, and that's it. That is just an ad. And if they're influenced that easy, then there's something wrong with them. Yeah, you know, amazing. So yeah. Uh, last word is from uh, Derek. Derek, what did you think about? You a little black rapper? <laughs> Why he gonna make a song out of it? Don't get mad at the Bloomberg ad. <laughs> Forgive your mama. What did you think of it, Derek? I, I, I actually thought it was a joke. When you uh, first heard it? Yeah. 
I just thought it was a joke. And, um, and when you realized that it wasn't? It was like kind of, it was like whatever. I was reading the comments at the time. And yeah. I knew certain people would say certain things. And um, so I just took it at that. And oh, then okay. a couple of days later, something hit me. Uh, it was Ron Paul back in, it was either the 08 or the 12. They were coming at him about someone donating money to him, some, I guess, so-called white supremacist or white nationalist group or something. And he said, hey, whatever, I'm going to keep the money. It's for the message of liberty. So it, it's the same thing to me is that. Amazing. So let me just say this because of time. Um, I am so glad. I had no idea Bloomberg would approach us for ads. I'm a little surprised because, as you were saying, they know who I am and where I'm coming from, right? I'm all conservative all the way. And for them to come and pay me to play their ad was a little surprising to me, right? And uh, I'm, I am glad that it happened and that the reaction happened, that happened, right? Because those people who are reacting to it have not realized that I started Bond not because of making money or anything like that. My thing is I woke up, and my mission is to point people back to waking up. You need to wake up, right? Because if you have any iota of anger at all, you are asleep and don't know it. And you're being deceived and don't realize it, right? And so it's abnormal to look at someone else to see the right way to go, meaning how should you vote or not vote, what should you believe or not believe? It's in you to know the truth, right? And so when when the people, I've been doing this for 30 years anyway. I don't know. I, I've always had folks coming and going and disagreeing and agreeing because most people are not born again. They are not going to be born again. They like what they hear, but they have not been spiritually born again. So as the young lady was saying, they are still getting their identity from the person. And it, and it feels good, right? That's why when the person doesn't agree with what they have in their mind, they hate the person. They desert. I mean, they did it to Jesus Christ, and I'm not comparing myself to him at all. Whenever Jesus said one thing that the followers didn't like, they were gone. They're like, what the? You know what I'm saying? They were gone, right? But Jesus didn't care because he was trying to point them back to the source and not to him. And so the people that left, it's no different than what you were saying about family members. When you wake up, they're not going to like you. As long as you agree with them, they like you. But those are not real friends. They don't really see anyway. And my thing is, I'm hoping that the people that overreact to the ad will really examine themselves so that they can see. Because the problem is they cannot see. Otherwise, they would have never reacted to an ad. On a radio show. Because think about your daily life. You're around sinners and people that just, some folks work with them, eat lunch with them, buy their clothes and do everything every day, all in the name of Jesus, right? They're not reacting. They're taking the sinners' money every day. They're not reacting to that. But they have a judgment on Bloomberg. They have a judgment on the sinners. They don't, they don't love them. They don't love them. That's why, okay, they don't support us. We don't support them. We, we do what they do, right? The, the Christians and the conservatives will, dim, will um, um, uh, go against you too. They, will, they won't support you. 
You know, we talk about being censored on the radio, on, on uh, YouTube. You know how they censor our stuff? The Christians are no different. As long as you agree with them, they have you all over YouTube. But one little deviation, you're out. They are no different than the people that they are accusing because they have not been born again. And those who have been born again, they see that I had nothing to do with me as for, I'm still the same person. My message is still the same. I don't support this guy on the radio or anywhere else. Nothing has changed. But your mind, say you got your mind and you don't realize it. When you heard that ass, say you went, what the? And you overreacted rather than being still and knowing the truth so that you won't get clouded. You're overreacting. Once you overreacted, another one and another one and another one, right? All of a sudden, it's like if I were married and, and uh, I've been a good husband to my wife, not cheating, home every day at 5, doing all the right thing. And one day I get home at 5.05 and say, say to my wife, if I had one, why is he late coming home today? She's like, yeah. The moment she say yes, he got her. So when I do come in and I try to show her, well, nothing, I'm just late. She's not going to believe it because her mind, she believed into a lie. And that's what these people, and so the, that's what happened. These people believed into a lie. And so now they see that lie as being real because they overreact to the idea of this ad being planned. And they have a judgment on this the liberals and the the Democrats and some of the Republicans. It's all, it's the same thing. The spirit's the same. But if you were truly born again, because it ain't about me. The message is not about me. I'm pointing you to the source so he can cause you to be born again that you might wake up. It's a spiritual battle. And that air has nothing to do with me at all. I'm surprised, as you were saying, I'm surprised they even asked me to play it. I'm so conservative, right? So, like, I don't know where the money came for me to play an ad. I didn't know that was going to happen. And I'm using the money for the good. But it hasn't changed. There were no requ- no restrictions. They said, they didn't say, oh, you can't say this. Or, Will you tone up on this? Nothing made. They just wanted to run the ad. But my message is still the same. But those who have not been born again, they can't see that. And I'm okay with that because they're not truly friends anyway. They'll turn on you just like that. They can't see it. They have an idea of what Christianity should be. And so they're living by those phony ideas of what Christianity is. But when you look at their own lives, they're doing the same thing. But in real deal life, right? They're associating with the sinners. They're partying with the sinners. They're working with the sinners. They're buying the sinners stuff. But they don't see, oh, if I'm so holy, how come I'm buying the sinners stuff? You must be born again. It ain't about me. So that you can see, so when things do happen, you won't be shocked by it. You have to see it so you don't overreact to it. All right? So you don't over. Oh, and another thing, if you're going to vote for Bloomberg, you're going to vote for him anyway. I don't care. I don't want to, I'm not a mama. I don't want to be all careful what I say and what I do and how I act. Because you may end up thinking a different way or voting. I'm not here to protect your mind. You're the protector of your own mind. By being born again. I'm not your mind's keeper. That's a new song. I'm not your mind's keeper. God is the one that you're either serving him. He separates you from it. You serve your dad as Satan. He brings you into it. But I'm not responsible. You need to be responsible for your own way of seeing things. You must be born again. 
That's not my responsibility. So I'm not going to not play an ad because I'm thinking of how you may overreact to it or how you may see it. That's dumb. And when I started out about I wasn't thinking, oh, I got to build a crowd of people. I got to raise money. So I'm going to be careful with what I say. I remember I was doing a radio show on a Christian radio station some years ago. And somebody called in and asked me if I thought Jesus was God. And this was on a, like a real Christian radio station, right? And I said, no, Jesus is not God. He's the son of God. All hell broke loose. <laughs> Literally all hell broke loose. And that was my... It wasn't my first hell. It was like second or third because I had been banned. I had been banned on another radio station because I was talking about the black people and telling the truth, right? And so the the manager of the station came to me in private, and he said, um, "You got to go back on tomorrow and say Jesus God." <laughs> I'm like, what? He said, you got to go or you can't, you can't be on this station. I was like, really? And he said, we were, your show is so popular, we were about to really invest in your show. And if you go back on and say that Jesus is God, we will keep you and we will invest in your show. We will make your show a big deal, right, because it's so popular. But if you don't say Jesus is God, we got to let you go. And I'm like, well, I can't say Jesus is God. I'm gone. Because Jesus is not God. And I'm not going to sell down the truth just for, or alter that truth, just to stay on a radio station. But they would have kept me on. They were paying me really good. They were going to make my show really popular. And they told me that. But you got to go back and say, you made a mistake. Jesus is God. But I said I couldn't do it. And so I went back on and told the audience, bye. I'm out of here. And so when you wake up, you're going to see that it's not what you think that it is. Don't make some man your idol. I'm not an idol. and I, mean, I say that all the time. What you're looking for is inside of you. And if the man should screw up or don't agree with you about it, it's not going to move you. It's not going to, you're not going to turn against that person because you haven't made them your God. You know what I'm saying? You've got to be born again. And, and, all, and if you came here or on my show... All you're doing is what you did with the last place you left. You made that man your God. And the moment they disagree or do something you're the religious thing you don't agree with, even though you're in a fallen state, you're going to turn. And so when the people that did turn, it just let me know, bah! Because my faith is in God. It's not in the radio. It's not in the friendship. It's not in the family ship. It's not in the person, place, or thing. When you're truly born again, you see things differently. You live differently. Your whole reality changes, and you're in the world and not of it. But if you're not being born again, you're going to be, still be in the world and of it. And you can tell by your reaction to it, how you see things. Because if those people truly saw where I was coming from and had been born again, when they heard the ad, it would be like what some of you said, no big deal. It's just an ad. And I'm surprised, again, that they came to me to pay the ad. But, oh, and I heard on James' show this morning that, that somebody think that money is, dirt, is dirty. Is there such a thing as dirty money? Anybody here think that? Well, that's for Corona now. 
But money is not dirty. Money is just a tool to get things done. It's not, it's the person who uses the money that is corrupt. Not the money, it's just a, anybody got the money? It's just money, it's just a dollar bill. It has nothing to do with you. It's just a, like getting in your car or moving into an apartment. It's just a thing that you use. Your relationship has to be with God. It really does. If it's in a person, you will be let down. Because you got this person that you're worshiping, in your mind, without you realize, you got an idea how they have to act, how they have to say, talk, how they have to be. And if they deviate from what Satan has set you up to believe, you're a goner. It's over with you and that person. So you must be born again, folks. Really. So I, the, the thing that was interesting for me is that um, I was hoping that the people that were overreacting would pause for a moment and notice themselves. It's about knowing yourself. And you overreacted to nothing. It was really nothing. There's really nothing in the world that's that important for you to be overreacting to. Not one thing. Really not one thing can happen to you or one thing in the world unless you're of the world. Then it is important to you. But you must be born again. Really. You must be born again. You got to be in it, but not of it. And so a lot of people have the wrong impression about the message. They like me. You know, they help me. They like me, but they still miss the message. I'm just Jesse. You know what I'm saying? I still like candy yams. Uh, sweet potato pie and all that good stuff, right? I have to watch me. I'm no different than you, really. Except that, for some reason, he allowed me to see. He won't cause me. And some people, a lot of people woken up, but I'm telling you, you need to check yourself. You can't see. You literally can't see. And that's why you overreacted. And when, and, and I know Bud loves us, so it's not personal. When you said that note and said, oh, you guys going to regret it? I don't regret one thing about it. If I lost every, my life is not about, what do you call those things? Follows or, or what else you, trans, what? <laughs> it's not about any of those things. My purpose in life is to point you back to the source, right? That's in me and in you, the kingdom of hell within. So if I lost every follower, whatever they are on there, I don't care. It's only for the few that's seeking the message. That's all it's for. I appreciate the folks helping out. That's nice. But I'm not going to, I'm not missing one hour of sleep thinking I'm going to lose one follower. Or one subscriber or whatever they are, right? Because if you don't get the message, we're not friends anyway. We're not, we're not serving the same God. We're not brothers, sisters and brothers, brothers and sisters in Christ. It's all a fiendship, not a friendship. So I just hope the people that overreact and wake up to themselves, look at themselves and say, why did I overreact to that? Even if Jesse was wrong, why did I overreact to it? There was, and then I'll take a hand and we got to get out of here. There was a guy called my show. Oh, before I say this, I got to ask this quick question. I got to do it. Is there ever a time Oh, I wrote it down because I forget. Should you ever believe what you hear or see?
Should you ever believe what you hear or see? I want to ask the young lady in the black. Should you ever believe what you hear or see? No. And why do you say no? I don't know. I'm sorry. Let me pass it on to him. <laughs> <laughs> Did I catch you off guard? Yeah. Oh, all right. Sorry. What do you say? Is this your first time here? First time, yes. Yours too? Oh, what's your name? Did I come back to him? Diana. Diana, how did you hear about us? Through him. Who is that? Marcos. Oh. And any questions about anything? No. Anything you disagree with? No. No? No. Okay, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Yes, sir. Should you ever believe anything anything you hear or see? No. And why you say no? <clears throat> because um Satan will interpret what you hear or see, so you just absorb observe it. Absolutely. Do what you want, of course, but you should never, ever, ever, ever. That's why I'm always saying let it go in one ear and out the other, no matter what it is, no matter who it's from or what it is. Even if you learn how to build a house, don't hold on to that information either. You should neither believe or deny you know, believe or doubt. Just let it go in ear, one ear and out the other, and it will be revealed to you. And once it's revealed, it's clear. But the moment you believe what you hear, he got you. He got you. That's why you should. You want to become the observer, not to hear. Let it go in one ear and out the other. Don't hold on to anything about anything. We have a teacher in us, but you must be born again, and he will bring all things to your remembrance. And I asked, who did I, I ask you about this question, right, Joel? Was it you or someone else? And I said, well, how about when I'm teaching the entrepreneur class and I tell you about how the product, was it you or someone else? It wasn't me. Oh, oh, was you, Nick? What did you say? I said, I don't believe you when you tell me that. <laughs> you should either believe no, or doubt. Kidding. Let it go in about anything. And you will become the observer. And through observing things, you should know all things. When you need to know it. As you need to know it. But don't believe this stuff. You're still living by the voice of Satan. And he's trying to deviate you from the teacher within. But you got to pay attention to yourself, folks. I appreciate all of you, but it ain't about me. I'm pointing you to the source that I have to. I do the silent prayer all the time. I am awake. I'm aware. And I have no hatred for anyone. None. Zero. Yes, ma'am. At first, I was going to say you shouldn't believe everything, anything you see or hear. Right. But when, when, when you see, see, that's going to sound like a judgment. But if you see something that's, if you see something that's evil, I mean, just look, just see it or but, don't judge it. But see, if you see something that seems to be evil and you judge it, you judge it based on what you've been taught good and evil is. But if you see it. And observe it, it will be revealed to you, the real deal. It's such a mind-blowing way to live. But see, we've been taught about good and evil, and every judgment we have is based on what we've been taught. But you're really supposed to live a, a discovering life. You're supposed to be always discovering, living from the truth. You know, but if you have an impression of what evil is, you're going you're gonna to judge based on that. Because they had this, um, and I, I don't know if you saw it, but this um, video 
of a drag queen and then the little girl sitting in the chair. Yeah. I thought, that's evil. I mean, just, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I saw it and it was like, no. But when you first saw it, don't listen to what Satan gives you the first impression about it. Okay. Observe it. Okay. But do not, because if you see a drag queen, you don't like drag queens, right? No, you it's are, just, no, she, no, it was what no, she no, was no. doing. It was what the person was doing. No, no, let me say this. Okay. Let's say you already know drag queen wrong. Right. That the person got an issue. So the first time you see a drag queen teaching kids, Satan give you an automatic, oh, that's wrong, that's horrible, right? So you don't really see the real deal. You don't see the cause of it. But if you observe it without going about what you've been taught, then you'll see the cause of why that drag queen is there and the folks who are bringing the kids and everything. You'll see the cause of it. There's a cause and effect for everything. And so, but if you listen to Satan about the drag queen because you've been taught the drag queen is wrong, he's going to feed that into you and you don't see the real deal. Got it. Okay, thank you. There are two voices, a voice of his voice and a voice. That makes sense a little bit? Because he will, it's like learning the Bible, right? You learn the Bible, every time you see something, the first thing that comes to you is a scripture. And you try to apply that scripture to that situation. But if you observe and, don't, and pay no attention to that voice, because Satan gets involved in everything. Everything, because he's constantly trying to tempt you back into it. That's why God said, bring every thought into captivity. Every thought into captivity. Don't believe any thoughts about anything. Because the people who overreacted to the ad, it based on a preconditioned, preconceived notion, right? Whatever, right? They've already been taught. And so in their mind, they're like thinking, wow, Jesse, 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 agree with us? Jesse, agree to politics? Jesse, he would never play this ad. He's our God. He's finally going to do it. And the moment Jesse played an ad, oh, my God, Jesse, gone. <laughs> and I'm still the same person, but I just look like I cheated. And you can't prove to a person that you didn't cheat. They have to see it for themselves or not see it. But don't hold it against them. They cannot see. Really. Whew. Oh. <laughs> I interviewed a woman on the Fall Estate coming up. A new episode coming up sometime. And she had two PhDs. She had two master's degrees. She studied from this part of the world all the way over to Europe. And she is smart, a nice lady from uh, UCLA, I believe. I think UCLA. Right? Uh, yeah. And she's trying to turn the world upside down. Everything that's normal, they try to make them think it's abnormal. And, but if you're not seeing for yourself, and they do it in a way where if you identify a little bit with emotions or whatever, they got you. They can make you think that an abnormal is a norm. You got to see for yourself, folks. But don't hold it again. If people turn on you, it's not personal. They really are doing the best that they can do. They just cannot see. And they don't see, like the people who are carrying on, they can see that nothing changed. The message is the same. The show is the same. Joel's still black. <laughs> Joel's still from Arkansas. But those people just cannot see. And you can't convince them. I don't want to convince any of you who to vote for. Really. Because if I convince you who to vote for, you have voted for them because I said it, but not because you see it yourself. And then when you vote for that person, as soon as that person say or does something that you don't like, agree, that person's gone. So many people turn on President 
Trump is amazing because he said something or did something that they didn't like. He, especially a lot of white guys. Oh, he's not, for the, he's not going to shut down the borders. Oh, he's not going to bring the people home from Afghanistan, right? You shouldn't vote. That's why I said when the president started running, all we have a little space between you and the person so you can see the real deal. You don't get caught up with the person in anything. Have a little space there and observe. And uh, then you won't be disappointed because nobody's going to say and do the same thing every day, right? And if your faith is in that person, you're one with them, you're going to mess up. But I don't want to convince you to vote for anyone. I'm telling you how I feel about the person, how I see it. And you need to really see for yourself, though. That makes sense? Anybody disagree with that? You disagree with that, Ruben? What do you disagree with that about? Hold on a minute, one minute. I mean, it feels or seems like selective. You're just being very selective um, and basically casting a blanket. Anyone who disagrees is not born again. Um, no, not anyone who disagrees. Those who overreacted and all of a sudden, I'm a different person, right? They have overreacted. Well, okay. Where so, for instance, you say don't believe what you see or hear. Right. But if someone's breaking into my house, not only am I going to believe it, I'm going to act. But if so you, oh, that's a good point, it's a, man. It's a flawed logic that seems to be selective so that you can justify what you've chosen to do. And it's fine. Like, it's if totally someone, fine. I just disagree. If someone is breaking into your house, don't overreact to the situation. Correct. But I'm going to believe it and act see on how, it. You will see how to do it. You don't have you to would, overreact. Then you will see how to deal with that issue in the right way. But if the first shock is an overreaction to it, you're going to deal with it in the wrong way. Yes, but you're still going to believe and act. I'm not going to ignore it. I'm going to see that there's a danger and a threat and going to act. So on you that. think that. And so thus I believe what I you, see. So you believe that you should believe what you hear and see? I think there's a time for it, yes. There's and a time to. Believe to believe what, what I see. If someone's approaching me with a knife or a gun, I'm going to believe what I see and act accordingly. So you're saying that there are times where you should believe with your physical ears and eyes what you hear and see? Yes, 100%. Amazing. Okay. Uh, well, can I, one more thing. I mean, if, if, do what you believe that people should overreact? Oh, let me ask you. Do you believe you could be a son of God and still overreact to a situation? No, I don't think so. I think you're, if you're a son Why of God. Why do you not think so if you believe you, can, you should believe what you hear and see? Well, because when it's the time to believe what you hear and see, you'll know because you can see you're a son of God. So When is there a time to believe in what you hear with your physical ears and eyes? When it's revealed to you, such as a danger or a threat or an opportunity. Revealed to you by so whom? positive or negative. When it's revealed to you by whom? I mean, I, I don't get into the spooky spiritual stuff, but you can what, say What do you God. mean by spooky spiritual stuff? <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, do you mean by that? Well, because it's reality. As reality is revealed to you, you know, some people like to call it God. So that's one way to put it. It's just you don't it feels like that a way. little spiritual. Yeah. You don't like that way? Right. I try to avoid getting into the, the realm of uh, Bible thumping and such. So you don't believe it's God who revealed all things to you? Yes, I do. I just think that um, when it's revealed is enough. Do <laughs> that's you believe a, that's that enough it's God me. who revealed all things to you? 
Yes. And do you believe Satan revealed to you too? Oh, definitely, yeah. And how do you know the difference? Um, because it's like you've put it that the truth is in you. God's word's written on your heart. And so when something is revealed, there's a peace about it. You just know that you're seeing what needs to be seen. So you believe that a person that is overreacting, their first impression is to overreact. Do you believe that's from God or from Satan? Oh, no, I mean the overreaction, the word oh, like that prefix over is where you know you're not seeing clearly. So overreaction, overreacting means you're not seeing. You're what do you mean by I'm not into the spirits of spooky stuff? What does that mean? Oh, I mean, it's it's just like when you say uh, God reveals it, it just that doesn't resonate well with me. But when it something's revealed, that does resonate like that. That makes sense. Oh, so when I say God revealed, that doesn't resonate with you. I mean, I it makes sense because reality is God. <laughs> so <laughs> like the truth, God is truth. Right. So. So, yes, God can reveal it. The truth can be revealed. But what do you mean by it doesn't resonate with you when I say God reveals? Uh, not you. It's more when I'm speaking, I choose to try to avoid using that Christianese. And why would you avoid using it? Um, maybe it doesn't feel, it doesn't settle well with me. I don't know. I've, I prefer saying, you know, that truth can be revealed, and that's enough for me. Okay. I um, I know I see hands, but I can't take them. Um, so, in closing, and I, I just hold your thoughts for next week, in the Lord of Willing and Creator Rise, or call into the show. Who said that? What? Oh, the biblical question. Oh, yeah. Real fast. Would you vote for a radical homosexual or a socialist? You say no. Yes, sir. Neither. Neither? Neither. But would you vote for one or the other? I wouldn't vote for neither one. Yeah. The the reason I ask that question is because, and I put it that way because I really want you to think about it, to pay attention, right? Because I have had people to tell me, that's how this whole thing came up, that they would vote for a, a radical homosexual over a socialist, Right. And I asked them, well, what's the difference? You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to understand how did they rationalize in their mind that it was best to vote for a radical over a social when they both had the same ideas. The name was, uh, you know, just a little different, but they were both the same. Personally, I wouldn't vote for either. But in, out there in the world, because I, I, I talked to a lot of people, they have rationalized that. And they really believe they're right about it. But the, the spirit is the same. No different in it. That's why I asked that. See, what happened is y'all going in y'all mind and try to figure out what, what, what's this about, right? Stay out of your thoughts about all things, all right? Do what you want, but stay out of your thoughts. I'm telling you, and all things will be revealed. God's voice is a voiceless voice. And he doesn't reveal anything in your head talking to you like that. Really. So do what you want, of course, be aware so when situations come, your first reaction is to be still. 
is not to overreact. Because the moment you overreact, your mind is gone. Your daddy got your mind. But if you be still, just wait, it will be revealed. And you'll learn so much from it. All right? No? Whatever. <laughs> uh, amazing. Yes, sir. Last thought, then I got to go. Oh, okay. One thing I kind of realized about people that are really good at their craft or their sport is that they're the ones who, even though their lives may be whatever, they're the ones who know how to relax for that moment to do what they got to do. And I also believe that the overreaction is what gets people killed. Yeah, it is. I've been around 30 years. This is not the first time I've been in a controversy, believe me. All right? Um, and there are people who like, oh, I like Jesse. I really like Jesse. I like the message. I can see, praise the Lord, right? And as soon as something happened, oh, what happened to Jesse? I'm, I'm like, I'm the same. Nothing happened. They can't see that nothing changed because they have reacted to the, over, uh, to the first impression, right? Learn to be still, folks, for all things, and you shall know the truth. Don't overreact. And if you're convinced you're right, that's fine. It's not personal. Right? But know yourself. Know thyself. Nick, do I have a new biblical question yet? Are you telling me that I can pick one? Swear? I have one. Okay. Um what would would you um would you would you go into a sinner's house or be friends with a sinner? Okay. Would you go into a sinner's uh, house? I'll be friends. I'm sure none of you Christians are hanging out with sinners, right? No dinner with them or anything. That's a good question. So listen, and another thing too, I want you to pay attention to yourself. Do what you want. When you take it, when you listen to this thought, you start to feel like it's personal. You don't feel as comfortable anymore. You feel uncomfortable. You think that, oh, this person is against me or I don't like this person. That's another sign that you believed into a lie. Because if you had true love and someone disagreed, you're not going to feel anything for it, about it. That person is still the same. But the moment you believe into your head about something, you're, you're feeling about that person or those people or that situation will change. All right? And then you blame the person. Oh, they're not treating me the same. Oh, they're acting weird toward me. When it's really you in your head. But when you truly been born again and things go south when your parents change you or whatever, you still love them. You feel nothing personal. You just you realize they can't see. All right. Super chats real fast, James, or whatever. A bunch of super chats. El Finn says, is Jesse out grabbling the grabbler? Bloomberg. <laughs> Jimmy Morgan. Love you, Jesse, for being strong and not afraid of Bloomberg ads. So amazing. There are so many betas complaining. They can't see that. I'm not trying to gather people. I'm trying to point you to the kingdom of heaven. Just know that. So if you want to leave, that's fine. Really. My faith is in God. And if he doesn't supply my needs, however he does it, then I'm in trouble. Just know that part, too. It's not a, I don't care about, it's nice. Thank you for following. Thank you for tweeting. But it's more about the spirit than anything else. Just know that part. All right. Yes, sir. Jimmy Morgan goes on. They can't see that complaining is the only thing helping Bloomberg. The ad only decreases Bloomberg's cause because it's on JLP's show. El Finn says, Jesse, is Adam a beta for listening to Eve? 
live life freely says I got fired for speaking up against my HR director. You are holding Mike for Jane so he can go a little faster. She said she said straight white Christian men are the problem with this world. I love them and I'm suing. Percy Perkins, thank you. Eric, Jesse, you you say once we enter the kingdom we can't go back or nor sin. Right. What happened with Adam? He knew the father and fell out. He believed into a lie. Lin Yen Chin. That, that had to happen. God wanted that to happen. And that's another story. Lin Yen Chin. But he wanted that to happen. Just FYI. Lin Yen Chin says, Christ, Christian is the act of following Christ in cultivation of character. Christmas is celebrating Christ. Every moment is Christmas for a Christian. Merry Christmas. Inve- <laughs> instigator, running the ad is a Faustian bargain. Evil wins. J-Rock, Jesse routinely allows guests of opposing opinion on his radio show to promote their stuff and their conversation. So how is the ad any different? DJ Seafood, vote for Bloomberg. Lin Yan Chin, oh, he said that already. Constantine Klippa. Amazing. Constantine Klippa, Jesse, I want to thank you for turning my life around. I have a job now that pays very well, new friends, everything changing around me, and all I do is be still. Still can't believe it. Amazing. Lesbian. Lesbian. <laughs> Lin Yen Chin, emotions lead to thoughts which lead to actions. Emotional imbalance leads to messy thoughts and sloppy words and actions. Calm down so, to sharpen your perception. So, Jane, let's hold the rest for next Sunday? No, not next Sunday. Oh, go ahead. Monday, at the worst. Oh, on, on, the, on the radio show? Yeah. Okay. We'll do the rest Monday. All right. On the radio show because we're so out of time here, right? Um, oh, about... The reason I asked, what made me ask you, should you ever believe what you hear, see? There was a guy called my show on yesterday, I believe, Friday. And he said that he had been in prison 15 years. And why, uh, before he went to prison, he was part of gangs and things like that. And when he went to prison, he was taught about racism and all that crap. And so when he got out, 15 years out, he got out, he started listening to my show. So he was listening to the show because... He would try to make a mockery of it. He would try to put me down. He would try to disagree and stuff. And he was for a minute. But then one day he realized that I was telling the truth. What I was saying was true, right? And from that, he realized that he believed all this stuff because he heard it. He believed what he heard about gang members, about racism, and about that. So you have to be careful what you hear. That's why I let it go in one and out the other, right? You must be careful what you hear, because what you hear will affect what you see, and you will believe in it and not know it's true. You have to just be and let it be revealed to you. You are a spirit. You're not this physical body. So do what you want, of course, but let it go. Even if someone is training you or teaching you, don't hold on to that information, because now you got to hold it, and when you try for a test or something, you try to remember it. But if you just relax and let it go in and out, when it's time for the test, you will remember. Because you're not stressed out or anything. You're not trying to remember. But you really have to be careful what you hear because that guy said, I believe what I heard. Not what he saw, but what he heard. All right? So that's why I asked that question. So just be aware of that. Don't forget to do the silent prayer. We'll read the rest of your emails and all that um, um, on tomorrow, right? So when controversy come or you have a fight in your relationships or whatever, just calm down. The first thing is to be still. That's what Jesus said to the disciple in the boat 
Was it like, oh, Jesus, we love you. They were out fishing. You're the man. You're our Jew leader. You're from God, right? And like, we love you, Jesus. You're the man. And so Jesus like, all right, I'm going to take a nap. Thank y'all for loving me. And Jesus said, I'm going to take a nap. And so he went to take a nap. And when he went to sleep, the boat started shaking. They were like, wake up, wake up, wake up. I'm a Jew leader. Wake up, wake up. We need you, Jesus. And Jesus was like, what the? Why are you guys overreacting? If you had, would have stayed still, you could have told the wind to be still, and it would have. But because you overreacted, you couldn't do that because you couldn't see. You got to not overreact. When these people overreacted on the, about this Bloomberg thing, I'm like, wow, that's interesting. And they were trying to talk to me about it. But I'm like, that is so interesting. And so I didn't react at all because I wanted to learn from it, too, about the people and about myself. And amazing what I realized from that. But I wasn't afraid of losing people or money or any of that stuff. Because my thing is that you should see. I want you to see. I'm pointing you toward that, all right? Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. Don't forget, this Thursday night, it's the first Thursday of March. We're having our men's forum, 7 p.m. You're all invited. Come on down if you're in L.A. And thank you all for coming. That was amazing today. Thank you.